Welcome to Rainer's Radio, practical training for joint heirs with Christ, with your host, Diane Thomas. Good evening, and welcome to Rainer's Radio. This is Diane Thomas, your host. Again, let's just relax. Just anything else that's going on, just put it on the back burner for now, and just let God make himself real to you and present and sometimes we can feel his presence sometimes we just know he's present and sometimes we just have to trust that who he is is always around us and hearing us and in us and with us and we're with him and who we truly are as a spirit is one with him completely and entirely because one of the things we want to talk about is something that comes up pretty frequently when we start talking about uh, the supernatural realm and learning how our soulical abilities work, how we are to uh, move into knowing how to do new things. Most of us are, understandably, you know, we have issues with starting new things, doing new things. That's not really a big surprise. Most of us, not everybody, but most of us, you know, we have a tendency to try to avoid things for some reason, for, you know, a variety of reasons. We don't, you know, starting a new school, you know, starting a new job, of course, public speaking. And there's different reasons for it. And when we talk about learning about the supernatural realm, and we've talked about there's, that this is where supernatural beings dwell. We've talked about angels and demons and, you know, ghosts and aliens, whatever other kinds of creatures there might be, leprechauns. They would, you know, most, of, most likely fall into that category. They're not like you and I. They're somehow interacting with the natural realm that here on this earth that you and I are most familiar with and comfortable with. But most often when we are coming out of our comfort zone, for whatever reason, different emotions, we have different responses to trying something new. And... <clears throat> A lot of people have been warned about going beyond the norm, going beyond the everyday kind of Christianity, the the list of things we need to do is those are things that are under our control, like reading our Bible and attending church and and tithing and being nice to our neighbors, well, sometimes that's not under our control. But there are things that enough other people are involved in, we see how it's done. And this is kind of sets us up to bring fear and hesitation and concerns to the table when we talk about 
what goes on in the supernatural realm. When we look at what Jesus did, as he was teaching and training and, and showing, revealing himself, revealing his Father to his disciples, it was where he met them where they were at. He taught them, this is how this works. This is how to do this. He didn't, you know, for instance, send out two by two before he taught them. He didn't just say, well, just go out and do it. He showed them this is what it looks like. This is how this works. This is why it works. Now, one of the examples I always come back to is, you know, he, Jesus told them that if you had faith of a mustard seed, if you told that mountain, that one right there, if you told it to be cast into the sea, to be removed and cast into the sea, that it would be removed and cast into the sea. Now, I'm pretty sure that nobody did that. Nobody tried that. Nobody tested to see if what he said was true. Probably for a variety of reasons. There was no reason to have that mountain removed and cast into the sea. But I think what he was expressing was casting seeds to express how much power and authority those who are willing to act, willing to try, willing to learn, willing to be taught how much power and authority we already have. Because we remember that all of Jesus' disciples, none of them were Christians. And by Christian, I mean none of them were born again. None of them had had their spirit regenerated. None of them had eternal life. None of them had the direct access to the Father, to light, to the power and authority of the Spirit. So what Jesus was spent so much time talking about was not an, a spiritual activity. It was a solical activity in the supernatural realm. And that's important to remember. And we have all have our own inhibitions, our own concerns and questions and fears, our own reason for not wanting to try to do different things, to step out, to see how this works. Now, most of us are in the same boat when, it, when we're talking about trying to use these new abilities. <clears throat> there may be some listening to these podcasts that have raised someone from the dead. Well, great. Drop me a line. I'd love to hear about it. Or some other miracle or, you know, any, anything on our, you know, our typical list, any area of expression of the solical abilities that, you, that we all have in our soul that we were put on this earth already having, that we've not learned how to use. So we're, we're all in the same situation. We're all trying. Let's see how this works. Let's see how that works. Now, again, there are lots of people out there that have, by reason of use, 
developed their abilities. Now, you and I may not agree with how they're using it or uh, how they developed it. It doesn't really matter. Because for you and I, what matters is that it can be done. And we believe, you and I believe, that anybody can do it. It's not, these abilities are not for God's little honeys, for special people, those with a special call or in ministry or whatever. It's for everyone. And it's whether you use it or not. And I think maybe that's part of, I know there's a lot of different reasons. We get afraid and concerned and don't even want to, you know, don't even talk about it because I don't want to know about it because then if I know about it, I might need to make a decision about it. And ignorance is bliss. And that might be part of it, that if you knew, okay, that this was something that was possible, you know, let's use the example of raising someone from the dead. If you knew that that was possible, and maybe you even had a desire to learn how to do that, but you also knew that there would be, you know, consequences. You might get attention for that. There might be a responsibility attached to that. Of course, there's going to be criticism for that. And so you'd rather not even know about it. Perfectly understandable. And there's a, there's something to be said for being cautious about it and having a respect for taking responsibility for your actions and for learning these things. And a lot of people, what we would just rather do is put it off. You know, why do I, you know, if God really wanted to raise that person, somebody else would raise them. Or he doesn't even need somebody. He can just have that person raised all on his own. Or why did he even let that person die if he's just going to turn around and raise him? Those are all good questions. And the bottom line is is that this is not about the activity. It's not about raising the person from the dead. It's not about the, the ability to do miracles. It's about if this is something God wants you to learn how to do, it's part of your assignment while you're here on this earth to learn how to do it. It's why you're here. And you're not here for an incredibly long period of time. None of us are. A lot of us think, well, I'll just, you know, if it's something that that's that important to God, I'll learn how to do it in the next thing, whatever's next, in heaven. Talked about, you know, our, our misunderstanding, or the misinterpretation about what comes next. We really there's certainly not enough information to be able to draw conclusions or what came before, where our soul was, when our soul was brought into this body. Same with our spirit. You know, when our spirit was separated from our soul and what we were born with, was our spirit just hanging around our body? And then all of a sudden when we were born again, it re-enters? Or does God have like a closet that he keeps all the, the spirits in until they're, we're need, they're needed to be put back in into Christians beings don't know don't know how he does anything I'm sure it's I'm sure it's not either one of those well maybe maybe they are just hovering um, that's a good question the point being that there's things that we're here on this earth 
to learn how to do. That maybe if we don't learn how to do them, it's going to be twice as hard when we move to the next thing, the next phase of thing, of our of our existence. Sort of like when we're we're in school and we're learning how to to add and subtract, and then next we learn how to divide and multiply, and next we learn how to do, you know, exponentials and and calculus and algebra. But if we haven't learned how to do math, how to do, you know, adding and subtracting, the basics, when we get to those greater challenges, we may really want to do them. But we'll have to go back and pick up. This is how, this is 2 plus 2 equals 4. These are the basics that that you didn't put any effort into. And I do believe some of these solical abilities, it's not the particular events. It's not, you know, if if you were ever, you know, to to raise somebody from the dead, that doesn't mean you need to tell anybody. Whatever the uh, the ability that you have that you're starting to use, you don't need to draw attention to it. That's up to God. But be prepared you know, there's going to be consequences one way or another to everything we do. And long time ago we talked about when you are making yourself available to God, you are becoming an enemy to your enemies. When because God is an enemy to our enemies. And God created it to be that way. God created your enemies to be your enemy. God created my enemies to be my enemy. The good things that happen to us are from God. The bad things that happen to us are from God. The good things that we do, the bad things that we do, they're all from God. Every circumstance and situation is from God for our good. It's very personal what he has crafted for us each, for each of us. And so as we experience, as we talk about learning about how what's going on in the supernatural realm, whether it's about the demons, whether it's about experiencing, you know, the, the power of angels or, or you know, we're, we're, we're to have authority over all creatures in the supernatural realm because we are spirit beings. We have power and authority over all supernatural beings. That includes angels and demons and ghosts and whatever other critters are there. How do we learn to exercise that power and authority? But by experience. We can certainly learn from others. And we can be encouraged and, uh, you know, drawn um, to, to experiment and to seek things out ourselves. And, and in that process, what happens very often is God reveals things about us. Because that's what's important is is always 
to restore our soul. So say we're hearing about, okay, uh, yeah, I've got power and authority over angels and demons. You know, that's just a little be above my pay grade. I think I'd rather just not worry about that now. Maybe when I'm retired, maybe when I, you know, nobody else knows about it, or maybe when, you know, somebody else can show me how to do it. Whatever it is, whatever the circumstance is, whatever your thought process is. But the point being that whatever is being revealed, that's in you, God wants to talk to you about. A lot of times it's because this is an area he's healing a wound or he wants to speak truth to you about it. Like you already know how to do this. This is something you can do in your sleep. Or here are the three steps to do. Or he he drops a book or, you know, a person or a conference in your lap to answer your questions. And I've been in situations where there's been some kind of weird things going on and... You know, thankfully, I've been around other people who, oh, yeah, those are that's weird. But that's all you think. Okay, that's different. Not bad, not good, just different. And then you go back to, to people that were in that same experience, and they got their needs met. They had different needs, and they were met in different ways. Some got convicted of behavior that they didn't want to change and others were set free and heard a totally different message from what God was telling them was going on. And so we're not responsible for that. We don't have to be perfect. You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to know how to do it right. The first time we're in the process and the process is what's important we can trust the system relying on God and work on you know trying to figure out some kind of a, a worksheet to create that this is how to do this and we're going to start real simple to, because most people do have a level of fear and denial and just, I, you know, I don't want to be involved with this. A, because they've been taught, you know, that's none of your business unless you're a special little honey. You have that special anointing, somebody's prayed for it. Then, then you have the full armor of God. But we all have the full armor of God. It comes with God. And you're in God, so you've got the full armor. And you've already got all the power and authority. You are a son of God and a joint heir with Christ. So everything that belongs to him belongs to you. Now we're learning, again, how to live and move and have our being in him. And how do we learn how to do that? By fully living here. Fully living each day. Fully living 
in our existence. Sometimes that's learning to say yes. Sometimes that's learning to say no. Sometimes that's, you know, who knows, different kinds of challenges, different kinds of experiences that have all been crafted just for you. Because God is so big, he's spending every second of every minute, of every hour, of every day, of every week, of every month, of every year, of every millennium, spending all his time arranging every circumstance in your life. He is thoroughly, completely focused on you. So as we spend time with him, he reveals himself in a variety of ways. And one of those ways is drawing us into the supernatural realm. Because that's where your soul exists. And that's where our problem is. We talked before about how, you know, two sides of the same coin. One side is, is God has taken full responsibility for bringing your soul, restoring your soul, bringing your soul into oneness with your spirit. That's your mind, your will, and emotions. At some point in time, your your will will be healed enough and you know know have enough truth to be free to be reunited with your spirit. Your your will is not free now. Your mind is not free now. Your emotions are not free now. They're wounded. They're believing lies. But God's not going to let your will and your mind and your emotions stay there. He's drawing them on his own timetable using these circumstances. But God doesn't waste experience. He doesn't waste time. The same time he's doing that, on the other side of the coin, he's encouraging us to grow up into all things. By the example of Christ, you know, why? He could have just not even taught. He could have just waited. He knew that at some point in time he was going to be crucified, shed his blood for, for all sin, pay the penalty, pay, pay the debt, and then be, you know, crucified and resurrected and then ascend to the Father. And then the, the Spirit comes down. He knew that from the beginning, was told that from the beginning. Now, when he came onto the earth, he lost some of that understanding and had to relearn it. And that's part of what, that's another example. You know, in your spirit, you know all truth. You already have your eternal life. You already have all the eternal life you're ever going to get right now, as soon as you were born again in your spirit. How that relates to the soul, again, I don't know. So what did he do? He had to learn and be taught. But he learned how to do that. He learned how to make himself available to the Father. He spent time with him. And he saw he was one with his Father. He learned by experience here on this earth that he was one with the Father. Have I been with you so long? You don't recognize that I and the Father are one. So you are one with Christ if you've been born again. I am one with Christ, which means we're one with each other in our spirit. So Jesus had to relearn who he was. Relearn the task that God had set out for him. 
There's only one Savior, one Lamb, one need. We only need needed one needed one Savior. So that task has been done. Doesn't will we'll never need to be done again. But what did he besides that? What did he spend his time doing? Teaching his disciples ministering to those who needed help. He lived here on this earth. He loved his family. He loved his friends. He didn't just hide away in a cave until it came time to go to Jerusalem, cause enough trouble where he'd be scourged and and crucified. It didn't take much of his truth to get himself crucified. You know, I am. You say you are the son of God. I am. That was it. That could have, you know, he could have stayed just doing nothing, but he saw that part of the need was to teach and reveal and show this is who you are. He had to learn his identity, and he was showing us who we are. Soulical beings that we are, a spirit that has a soul that lives in a body. And this is what your soul is capable of. And most of us have some level of fear, some level of questioning, concern, ignorance, or we just you know, don't want an impatience even. Sometimes we're too fascinated by it. And it can consume us. Either way, any of those circumstances, God's, God's got a timetable for each one of us. But if this is something you're interested in, and let's say you are experiencing fear or concerns or questions, great. Because God has your solution. And he may not take away that fear. Your challenge may be, to overcome that fear. And likewise with your questions. You know, I'm not doing this until I understand it. Well, guess what? God is not obligated to explain himself. God is not obligated to answer your questions. And that might be the source of your fear the source of your wounds, an area of your life where you've been believing lies, where, you know, and we're, we're with our soul, we rely on our mind, on our understanding, on our, you know, I just really feel like this is the way God wants, what God wants me to do. You know, I don't really care. I don't care what you feel. Your feelings are not reliable. Your, you know, your actions are not reliable. Your your understanding is not reliable. Only God is reliable. That doesn't mean we throw out 
the mind, will, and emotions? Obviously not. It's just we understand that our mind and will and emotions are in process. They're not free. They're not able yet to be a good source or reflection or conduit of spirit. Again, yet. So where we are is we're going to learn how to be objective about the challenges God wants you and I to approach and grapple with and make mistakes with, just like riding a bike, and then over time look back and say, why was I so afraid of this? You know, I was remembering the other day my first experience driving on the highway. It was just, I was just scared out of my wits. And the person I was driving with was adding to that horror, that terror I was experiencing. So it was really a bad experience. But nobody died. Didn't even get into any accident. It was a very short on the, on the highway and then off the highway because it was bad. I was really scared. But I survived it. And now I, you know, I still don't like it, but not a problem. I can do it now. I can drive now. I can get on and off the highway now. I know how it works. I know I'm capable of it because I've done it. And this is how he teaches us, by experience. So we want to look at what God has for us in the supernatural realm. We can overcome everything about it because it's as much a part of our existence as the natural realm. Just as we're not afraid of, you know, using a phone, opening a door, um, any anything that we experience in the natural, where there's going to come a point in time when we're going to have the same outlook on what goes on in the supernatural realm. Because that's our reality. Just as much as this earth zone is our reality, the supernatural realm is our reality just as much. So hopefully be encouraged. If Don't worry. Don't be concerned. Don't be... Um, Don't be making decisions about any interest you might have about the supernatural realm because you're experiencing fear. That's a normal part of your existence. Don't let it dictate to you. Okay, so feel free to drop me a line at diane at org. We'll be getting back together again the same time next week. Until then, thanks for tuning in. This has been Diane Thomas of Rainers Radio. Have a great night.